Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Learner's Corner podcast. I am Todd Hicksonball. I'm one of your hosts. I like to call myself Todd Hicksonball, a.k.a. the Todd Father, and I am so glad uh, to be with you. Hey, um, we messed up. Well, not really, but part of um, the episode, you know, it just, it, it, it wasn't sounding right, and so... Hey, I get to do the intro today, and then we'll get to the rest of our awesome conversation that Caleb and I had, but this is what the deal is. At the end of every month, Caleb and I, we like to sit down, we like to process through uh, just some things that happened over the last month, some things that we we have learned, some things that we're learning from, and just kind of catch up um, with all of you uh, so that you can get some, some uh, just things, things that you can learn from, things that you can check out over the next month. And so that's what we did with this. This is our February 2019 version of this. And so I don't want to spend too much more time uh, talking to you. I want you just to hear our conversation. This is a lot of fun to do. I love doing this with Caleb. Um, It's always a joy every month to be able to do this. And so without further ado, I'm going to jump into our conversation that we had together about what we learned in February 2019. Let's go through Todd. What uh, what's some music that you've been listening to that's been rocking your world? Man, so many things have come out. So many things have come out. So, well, it does, and let's just clarify: it might not necessarily be. Yeah, no, no, no. I it's just music that you've really listened to or yeah. discovered in February. So, so one thing that that I got into is there's a barista at uh, the local Starbucks that I frequent. Shout out to Alon. Um, it. He turned me on to Starbucks has a hip hop playlist. Bro, it's dope. Go on there. I'm going to Caleb, I'm going to make Caleb put this in the show notes. Everything's going to be in the show it's notes. All Everything be that we notes. talk about. Listen, he's a nerd. He he is good at what he does. But this there's this hip hop playlist, hip hop and R&B playlist that Starbucks has. I have been listen in the mornings, I've been jamming to this thing. Um so that's one of them and and they update it weekly. So it's updated on the regular um and uh yeah it's a dope place i think there's last time i checked there was like 170 songs or something like that on there's a lot of songs on it so that's one thing i've really been loving um listen i've been in my feelings hey real real quick before that kind of while we're on the subject of starbucks i gotta recommend another one this is under mine yeah i would say starbucks coffee house pop yes super good yes it is good but they're yeah they're doing a great job um I've been in my feelings. Matter of fact, I'd say I'm so far gone in my feelings that a scorpion has. I'm I'm sorry. Quit with the Drake <laughs> jokes, Todd. Listen, so far gone was he. Uh, Drake re-released his um, kind of the the the, the mixtape that he, he that uh, that kind of put him into the stratosphere ten years ago. And uh, he re-released it, remastered it, and uh, dude, I've been I've been bumping so far gone for like a couple weeks now. It's my jam. Um, that that whole that whole mixtape has been amazing. I've really been listening to a lot of of Post Malone. We've been we were listening this morning to Wow in the car, dude. There's so much good music that's just come out recently. Um, I just really been there's so many albums I could go into that'll make me not look like a Christian, <laughs> but I'm not gonna say them that I've been listening to. Um, but if you're wanting right now a playlist that 
Um, it is really, really, really good. I, oh man, I, don't, I knew I was going to do this. I'm not going to remember the name of it off the top of my head. Hold on. I can look this up. But it, it's got, it's a, um, it's like a Christian slash, um, is it clean music, we'll, we'll call it that. Uh, it is, it is ballin'. And it is, it's something I've been, I've been really into. And so if people are, if you're looking for something where you're just like, what can I listen to that will not rot my brain? Here we go. It's called Christian Music 2019. I'll read you the first five artists that are on this playlist. People of the Earth, Lauren Daigle, Newsboys, Dan Go- Danny Gogi, Toby Mac. There we go. Christian Music 2019. Yep, that's Todd's recommendation for music. Let's do it. Uh, I already recommended uh, one playlist, the Starbucks Coffee House. Another one is this. I just dis- uh, discovered it recently uh, from my brother-in-law, Nate. Shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. Is uh, Aquaman in the house? His uh, playlist um, called Everyday uh, Sorry Everyday Favorites, and it's a custom playlist set specifically to you, and it is amazing. I've discovered a couple of songs through there. Um, I got a couple of singles that I want to shoot out. Some of them are new. Some of them uh, have either either I discovered or have just uh, just have really um, I guess spoken to me while listening to it. One, uh, sleeping at last. Uh, I think we talked about him. We've talked about sleeping yeah, at last about, before. He came out with his Enneagram Eight song, which oh my! Goodness. Everybody's been it, jamming to this thing. It, it's all over Twitter. It made it made me um, have a greater understanding of the eights in my life and who they are, how they're wired, um, and it made me have a lot more compassion for them. Another one is a song called Lights Down Low. And this is an older song by it's by Max. I've been Whoa. jamming to that a lot recently. We listened to that in the car on the way over here. We did. And then the last song is a song by Lauren Daigle and The Belonging Co. It is Peace Be Still. Peace Be Still. I'll just stop. Thanks, Todd. We I, everybody appreciates it. Okay, Todd, what what are some uh, things in culture that you've been learning from? I will give you the heavy one set last. Okay, because um, it's going to prompt a discussion. <laughs> it's gonna, okay, it's going to. How about I go first then? How about if you if go yours first. is going to be heavy, yeah. How about um, you go first? <laughs> I think for me, um, one of the things was from the Super Bowl. I learned, mm. and I learned um, how, how Nipplegate Part Two. No, I learned how difficult it is to make a layup. Stop it! How difficult it is to do something easy. Well, I don't know if it's that, but honestly, I feel like the Maroon Five concert could have been the Super Bowl halftime show could have been so much better if they had simply catered to what their audience wanted and do you know what that was what was it singing sweet victory uh, which was the spongebob song literally i was watching it with a bunch of high school students and you know what the one there's two things that they wanted they wanted that they wanted that and they wanted more travis scott well they wanted to go sick on and i learned that um 
that it's better to give the people that they want what they want. Sometimes it's better to give the people what they want than to do what you want to do. Why don't you give the people what they want, Caleb? Why don't you let me take more days off? Why don't you leave me alone? Give the people what they want. Anyway, Todd, let's get into yeah, what yeah. Um, so, you're learning. Yeah, so I learned that J. Cole can't dunk. Go back and watch that. It's, it's an NBA All-Star Game highlight. Um, he gave it a good try, though. His, his, song, Middle did Child, try. his song, Middle Child, though, mm, it's good. Um, I, I learned that. I also learned um, I learned from the Grammys. I learned from the Grammys a, a lot. I, I watched it. Did you watch the Grammys? I did not watch you did the not Grammys. did not watch the Grammys. Dude, I learned that the Grammys are the most rigged junk I have ever seen in my life. Listen, Drake's song, God's Plan, should have won everything. But it didn't. But Childish Gambino won with, with This Is America. I'm down. I can deal with it. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great tune. It's a great bop. But man. You're just more of a God's plan guy. I'm more of a God's plan guy. And I love both songs. I love both of them, but all right, so let's let's talk about something a little bit more serious. Um, and this is something that's really kind of heated up in the last couple days. And that's the the whole this whole thing with Jesse Smothers. <sighs> Here's my problem is, and it's the same thing that's being echoed by a lot of people today. And it's this, um, we've, we've gotten to a spot where, man, things have become so weaponized to the point where people think that people feel like one of the only ways out or one of the only ways that they can get any to move the needle on their career and on their life is to tap into hate and racism and homophobia and and this is a, an instance where now this has hurt the cause of the lgbtq plus community this has hurt the, the the black community this has hurt by the way just any minority community living within the united states it's hurt them and on top of that and here here's here's this it's also hurt the white community and here's why because now the next time something like this happens the white community is going to point to this, or some, not maybe not, I mean, not all, but some are going to point to this and they're going to say, well, how can we believe it when that happened? Mm-hmm. And what really is happening is, is it's further solidified some pathways that people already had, had, had believed in that this stuff is all fake. It's just people trying to get attention and it's just people trying to feed into victimhood culture. And it's not good for anybody. And, and I don't know you know, why Jesse Smothers did what he did. I, I mean, I know that the, the reports were because he wanted to, he wanted more money or whatever from, from being on empire, but man, th- this has really set things back and hurt a lot of people. And, and I think that it, we're, we're really Caleb starting to get to a spot closer and closer. And I just, I feel this when I talk with students, especially like I feel this where they are so tired of, of all this stuff and all they really want to do is just like each other and, and, and just talk. They don't, they don't want, they don't want all this. And, and I'm starting to wonder mm-hmm. how much of this is generated by grownups. I think a lot of it is generated by grownups. I just think that it's, it's, it's so wacky about how this, how this all happens. And now we have to have conversations like this that, by the way, it's, it, we, we want to have conversations about race and homosexuality and transgender and we want to have conversations, but this is not the type of conversation I think that we want to have 
I think the conversation we want to have is, is on how we can how we can help rather than this just very unfortunate circumstance. It's just very unfortunate. Yep, I agree. And I think one thing that we would both agree on is um, just because one report or claim of something ended up not being true doesn't mean that we that doesn't give us permission to just write off everybody else. We still need to pay attention whenever people say that they're being hurt or something has happened we need to listen our automatic stance can't be well you know the last time hap this is what happened and i'm not being we can't do that we still yeah. need to listen to people i mean we need to we need to pay attention to evidence we, we need to we need to we need to we need to wait for stuff like we need to wait to, to hear rather than it's the whole it's the whole biblical concept of hey we need to be quick to listen and slow to speak exactly like <laughs> and that's one thing yeah. that for me is if i wish i had a megaphone well i guess i do have a, I have a microphone you kind of kind of do i right would now. say uh man we just need to be what you were saying quick to listen slow to speak yeah that's the big thing for culture uh, for me in the last in the last month has just been that whole situation and, and, and all the follow-up and everything that's been going on since then mm -hmm. so how about have you started anything recently this month todd or no have i started anything well besides your podcast i was just gonna say besides your podcast. i've started herding cats you can subscribe to the herding cats podcast you can go to the website at herding yeah, yeah, yeah. com. okay um that that's the that's the big thing that i've started here here's the other thing it, it's 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 something i've been doing but i've been refining it and that's this Every day, I, I try to sit down, and, and usually this happens for me. Um, this has been happening for me in the evening. I'll come home from work. I'll eat something. I'll do some emails and stuff for herding cats or for, or you know, I'll look at all the 18 text messages Caleb sent me during the day about, you know, the learner's corner and needing me to do something. And, and once I get all that done, I'll sit down, and, and I'll take about an hour, hour and a half, and I try to write between 1,000 and 1,500 words every day. And I have prompts that I've, I've brainstormed and created, and I'm always creating more of them. But I, I work really hard to, to continue to write because for me, um, writing is, is an exercise in discipline, but it's also a way for me to express and get thoughts out of my head, which is better for me. And so, you know, I've really been refining that. I, I've been trying to do 1,000 to 1,500 words and not just random words, but like writing them to a prompt, mm -hmm. writing them to an idea. Um, and, and what I find is whenever I do that, it's much more focused and it's, it's productive. And I, and I actually can have great dialogue with, with you know, the, an invisible audience um, over some of these ideas. And it's been a great, great exercise for me. I've just been continuing it through. through I think I mentioned I was doing this in January. I think. I don't remember now. But um, yeah, it's been something I've been really continuing on and ratcheting, ra uh, just just tooling on it, ratcheting it, ratcheting it down, and just really, really making it a discipline, a daily discipline for myself. Yeah, I think for me, a um, couple quick things is being more intentional about exercise and getting that in and You're scheduling better than it. Me at that. And man, I'm better than me. At that. And the other one is stretching. <laughs> I don't want you to blow your knee out. Shout out to Zion. Yeah. Shout out to Zion Williamson's son. You want to go back to culture? Mm -mm -mm. Yep, just stretching. You know, trying to you know 
not not I wish I was every day, but stretching and making sure that I'm more loose. Bro, and, do you think that if Zion would have stretched, he wouldn't have blown a shoe out? No, I. That's a whole other conversation. That's just a shoe thing, I think. Okay, I haven't really stopped anything this month. Have you stopped anything this month, Todd? Uh, trying to answer your text messages okay. back right away. Let's move on. Ah! So, <laughs> TV, film, movies, oh, anything? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. I have, I have delved in now. I am two seasons in. Don't make fun of me for this. I've never watched NCIS before. I am two seasons in. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I watch an episode or two every night. It's entertainment for me. 15 seasons, baby. 15 seasons. So by March, you'll have it done. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? Uh, another thing Another thing that I've been, I've been really digging is um, Dear White People. Season two came out. Mm. You checked this out yet? I haven't seen it yet, no. Have you seen the first season? No. Bro, get on this junk. Okay. You need to get on this. It is good, good stuff. Shout out to Skylar Robeson. He's a, he's a, he came on the, he's, 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 a, friend the, of, he's he, a friend of the pod. He's a friend of the pod. He's come on the podcast before. He turned me on to this junk. It is so good. You need to check this out. Okay. Off to check it out. Uh, I think for me, I got one uh, movie recommendation and it's The Hate You Give. I watched uh, I watched it recently, and it is such a it's it's honestly such a good movie. If you don't know the plot of it, kind of the premise of it is it's uh, it focuses on uh, this black high school girl who uh, who she kind of lives in in the hood or the projects area, but goes to school at a predominantly white school, and then she's kind of balancing these two lives, and then uh, she's hanging out with. Um, with one of her black male friends and uh, they get pulled over by a cop and the cop ends up shooting, uh, shooting her friend. And so the movie deals with the fallout of it and managing the tension between, you know, what, what, uh, what the black community is experiencing and what her, uh, her friends and the white community is experiencing as well. And I thought it did a fantastic job um, just navigating it and helping contribute to it to a greater conversation as well. And honestly, I didn't know uh, this going into the movie, but it's actually, the movie is actually based on a quote and it's based uh, from Tupac and it's the hate you give uh, little infants F's everybody. Yeah. And it, uh, without spoiling the movie, it kind of leads to that direction. And honestly, I think that's something that we see. Um, that's something that we see just in culture whether it be here in uh, the United States or across the world or wherever it is. Man, Tupac's been really circulating. Did you see the video on Facebook that's been going around where it's him in high school? Uh -uh. Have you seen this? Google this junk. So he's in high school, and he's talking about, he's talking about school, the school system. And, and he does this whole talk. I, just Google it. I mean, you'll, you'll find the video. But he does this talk when he's talking about how, you know, if schools really were for students, if they really were for kids, um, it, it would just, the focus would be so different. He, Tupac's been killing it. And he's not even alive. It's just crazy how mm -hmm. influential his life was. And, and it just the, the perspectives he had on things. I love it. Okay, Todd, what would be some podcast episodes? That you've been listening to over the past month that have rocked your world. Yeah, I have listened to some humdingers, 
And yes, I use the word humdinger. Number one, Joe Rogan interviewed uh, Jack Dorsey, founder of Twitter. That was an unbelievable interview. Love that interview. He's taken some flack for it. People have said that he didn't go hard enough at Dorsey on, on some things about censorship and things like that. But it was a very informative interview. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I got a lot out of it. Uh, our friend Sarah Bragg has been killing it this month. Sarah has been interviewing some phenomenal ladies and brought them on her any of the episodes she's aired this month the month of february you need to just go back check those out um, i give but give us also, some well, give us some here's the thing she interviewed a bunch of ladies but she also interviewed viewed one dude can you guess who it is knox mccoy knox mccoy i listened to that podcast episode and texted her immediately and was like y'all killed it on that thing that was so much fun. So, um, yeah, anything by Sarah right now, this month, she's been killing it on, on the podcast. And then, um, finally, uh, there's an episode that Carrie Newhoff did with John Ortberg. Just go listen to it. Just go listen to it. It's, it was so good. Um, I learned a ton from it. But, wow, Carrie right now is killing the game. He's killing. He is. I got a couple episodes from him uh, from February as well. The conversation that he had with Annie F. Downs. I haven't listened to that one yet. Are you are you serious? I do what I want. Oh, my goodness. Todd. How have you not listened to that one yet? I live my life. It's amazing. Uh, My life. He talks with her about growing her audience and the difference between uh, male and female leadership. Phenomenal. Another one with Frank Beeler to where. Um, he, he deconstructs Frank's productivity habits and everything. Super good. Um, I honestly, for me, one was one of our episodes ah! <laughs> this month. Um, man, our episode with L Campbell, um, really, yeah, it really event. challenged yeah. me a lot. Just going back through and listening to that a couple of times, um, and I'll get into a little bit more detail about that later. Uh, another one is a podcast from The Ringer with Bill Simmons. Mm. He did an interview with Chris Bosch. Yeah. And uh, here's, here's a couple of things. I, I even listened to this Here's one. a couple of things that I took away from that conversation. You learn more f- about someone from how they handle success than how they handle failure. Yeah. And creating a family experience makes the glue guys feel safe enough for them to feel as though they can do the dirty work. Yep. I love it. Uh, another one is Rethinking Youth Ministry. Oh, they've been killing it. They have been. They've been killing Specifically, it. Specifically, I'll give you a um, shout out to our friends at Rethinking Youth Ministry. Here's a couple. Um, why you should care about race in our youth ministries. Mm-hmm. And then the other one. The effects of social media one was dope. The effects of social media was also really good. And then uh, how to ask for a raise as a youth ministry leader. Ah! I think that's something that's not talked about. And I think it's, it's applicable to literally anybody who wants a raise. It's true. As well. Um, I, I've, you've prompted me to, to go back and, and look at, you know. By the way, just so you all know, Caleb comes prepared with, like, notes. Like, he, he goes up on the mountain and prays about this for three days before he do, we do these. I legit come in with nothing. And I just talk. But it, this has prompted me to have to go back and actually look. So, um, Tim Ferriss did an, had an interview with Jim Collins, um, the, the good to great guy. And... I'm still behind, but I'm catching up it, on the Tim Ferriss show. It was great. I listen. 
uh, Jim Collins is not do he does not give out interviews like it's candy for free. This is a very rare instance. As a matter of fact, he titled the episode "A Rare Interview with a Reclusive Polymath." Um, it was it was two and a half hours of awesomeness. It was it just was two and a half hours of awesomeness. Um, another one is uh, the episode um, that Think Orange, the latest Think Orange podcast episode, the the leading your your. The Leading Your Team Through Change episode, that one was great. Um, that one came out on, uh, I think, the 19th. Yeah. And we'll link to all this stuff in the show notes Yeah, you don't well. have to. Yes, we will. This will all be up on the show notes because Caleb doesn't have a life. Um, the other one that I re- uh, was really feeling um, this month, it comes from uh, the Gary V Audio Experience, and it's called The ROI of Working for Free. Um, it's it's episode three oh three, and it's called the ROI of working for free. And uh, part of this interview in, or part of this episode includes um, Eugene Rem. Uh, just go Google Eugene Rem. You're welcome. Okay, I got a couple more. Uh, Can you tell that we're podcast nerds? And normally, I don't like to recommend uh, just the podcast in general, but. Literally every single episode um, that has come out for this season of the podcast I'm about to mention Red Couch, baby. has been amazing, and it is the Red Couch podcast. So oh. here's uh, – and they're kind of doing a theme for this season. It's called Ambiguity, and so they're not really trying to resolve anything. They're just introducing, hey, here's this information. Here's these tensions. Here's these challenges. Deal with it, um, which actually I like about – I like that they don't necessarily resolve everything. I you think like, there's a place you like for controversial that. stuff. Um, so here's some stuff that they talk about. Uh, they talk with a former sex worker who is now a women's rights advocate. They also talk about childism. You familiar with childism I, at all? And free I range am. parenting. Yeah, I am. And then they talk about um, women in pastoring positions. <gasps> I know. It's so dun, dun, dun. literally every single episode is amazing and so i'm just recommending them all yeah the red couch podcast is dope why haven't we had prop come on the why why hasn't he been on here or his wife get on that okay let's go to some books all right man you ready for this yep so i have been reading some interesting things over the last month um, and listening to some some interesting things over the last month. But um, I, the thing that's been the most impactful um, for me is I have been, and why I say interesting is they're all books that I've read before, but I've been going back through them and and it's and it's been just a great refresher and a reminder. So I am currently rereading um, creating a lead small culture. Really? I'm reading that right now, too. Are you, too? Are you? Yeah. It's funny. We're going through it uh, with our student and children's teams right now. So I'm, I'm reading it because I'm about to lead a book study with a group of about five or six of my, leader, my leadership team um, at the church. We're going to read the, the Lead Small Principles, So the book Lead Small. So there's, there's two books there. There's one is the one that Caleb and I are reading, which is Creating a Lead Small Culture, creating, or I forget how it's said. I think it's creating a lead small culture. And then there's, the, then there's a book called Lead Small, which is these five principles um, that, that um, create a great small group leader and what things that small group leaders should be focusing on in family ministry. And so I've been, I've been rereading that. I've been reading um, 
Leading Not Normal Volunteers, which is a book by Sue Miller and um, Adam Duckworth. That's been a great, great, great read. I've loved that. And then um, I've been reading uh, Dichotomy of Leadership. Or, yeah, it's the Leif Babin and Jocko Willink yep. book. So those, those have been the big ones I've been reading. I've been listening to the Dichotomy of Leadership book. So I'm real into Audible right now. I've been getting into Audible a little bit more, too. Uh, here's, here's some of the stuff that I've been reading. Um, I finished Give and Take by Adam Grant. It's really good. Um, kind of the premise is it. Premise, big Adam Grant fans over the here. The premise of it is that the more generous you are, the more successful you end up becoming. And I've always believed that. But this actually shows the research into how and why that's true. Um, I'm, also, I'm going through another Adam Grant book on Audible right now. It's called Power Moves. I'm in the middle oh, of yeah. that. Uh, also going through Deep and Wide by Andy Stanley. You read that every year. Is that uh, book you read I wouldn't, every year? I wouldn't say every year, but I read it. Uh, I've read it multiple times. Uh, so going through that on Audible right now, uh, mentioned creating a lead small culture, going through that. Uh, started The Way of the Warrior by Erwin McManus. Yeah, you as did. well, going through that. By the way, by the way, that book's not out yet. Is it out yet? Uh, by the time this airs, it is out. Okay. All right. Are you sure? Yes. All right. I don't remember. I am going through uh, a book called Thirst, which is the story of Scott Harrison and Charity Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a book on a list. That's a, it's on a list for yep. me. That looks like a good one. And then uh, I am finishing up Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. Man, you've been reading that for a long time. Well, but you've been doing like a deep soak in that book. Well, that's though. because I'm going through with yeah, you've been, one of our team members. You've been soaking that in that book. Like mar- you're marinating yeah. in that and we'll, thing. And we'll get uh, some stuff later about that as well. Um, and then for fun, I am in the middle of reading a, a great series right now called Throne of Glass. You keep telling me about this. Oh, and yeah. The book that I'm going through is, it's the second book. It's called Crown of Midnight. So, did you have something? Yeah, I forgot. I, fiction book. Um, yeah, so I, I, every year I read three book series. I'm probably going to add a fourth this year. Um, it's an entire series of books. Um, so my three that I read every year are Lord, The Lord of the Rings, and, and I include The Hobbit in kind of the trilogy. Um, and I've started incorporating some other things that, that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote as well. Um, so that's one of the series that I read every, every year. The other one is Harry Potter. I read it every year. Another one is the Inheritance series, um, which is unbelievable. Um, and, and the one that I'm reading right now is called The Ranger's Apprentice. And it's a, it's a, it's a series I read every year. I think right now it's up to 15 books or something like that. There's a lot in the series now. Um, but the author's name is John Flanagan. And unbelievable writer. He's Australian. Um, I just love that series. It, 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 yeah, it follows the story of, uh, of a young boy named Will and him becoming a, a ranger. And uh, I love it. And so I'm, I'm on the second book uh, in the series right now. And it's just good stuff. Fiction, man. Listen, Caleb and I, we, we read a lot of nonfiction stuff because we love to learn. But one of the things that him and I, we talk about this a lot, is the importance of reading fiction. Caleb, Caleb's always reading something fiction. And, and it, what it really does, I don't know, you can speak for yourself, but what it does for me is it detoxes my brain. 
Yep. When when I I find that whenever I all I read is is nonfiction stuff, I'm trying to learn stuff. It's almost like it's it's good. It's, it's a good thing to do that. But it's almost like it leaves these particles behind, and my mind can get clogged. And reading fiction is kind of like putting Drano down the down the drain, where it just unclogs junk, and it helps me to be able to think clearly again. Yeah, and for me, you know, I think I mentioned this last time. I'm trying to limit my screen time before going to bed, and so it gives me something to do before going to bed as well. Yeah. Okay, uh, Todd, just as we're wrapping up, let's go uh, through what are some things that you've learned or relearned in February? Whoo! Uh, boundaries with time. Boundaries with time, man. My goodness. Um, so just with this whole launch of Herding Cats and, and with writing as much as I have been recently, I know that you've always you you've yelled at me for years now about the fact that I literally don't know what I'm going to do when I wake up in the morning. Like I don't know what I'll have going on during the day. I'm just like, "Hmm, let's get to work and figure this out." Like I do this every day, right? Man, this month I have really had to be super intentional about this. I've had to be so intentional. I, I write so the last 20 minutes of every workday before I leave the church, I write down, "Hey, what are the three big things I have to accomplish tomorrow?" And in those three big things, I, 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 the, the deadline is noon. So I write down what my big three are, and I, and I work to accomplish those three things by noon. That gives me the entire afternoon to do admin work. It gives me the entire afternoon to be able to think. It gives me the entire afternoon for those, those times whenever somebody drops in and drops a new project on you or something like that. It, it also gives me time to... Um, to really be able to listen to podcasts and, 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 and things because, hey, it's time when I'm just doing admin work. And so I can just l kind of mindlessly list, do that while listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. That's been a huge thing for me in, in the last month, just as I've been writing and, and working on launching things. Man, being disciplined with structuring, structure, structuring time better um, has, been, has been a huge one for me. And I've found that it, it's, it's, really, um, it's really helped me improve in a lot of ways. Except for this morning when I slept in. Yeah, I think along similar lines with apps, I guess this would be something that I started doing there you uh, go. too, is I have started being even more intentional with my calendar. And I oh, took this God. from uh, Frank Beeler's conversation with Carrie Newhoff, is that if there's a task that I have to do, he I schedules don't, it in Google. I, I schedule it on my calendar. I, knew, I might write it down in my notebook. Um, but ultimately, it is making its way onto my calendar, and it really forces me to go through what are what is everything that I need to be done. What can wait till next week? What's the most important right now? What's the most urgent and important right now? And that really helps me as well. And because here, here's the here's the thing, and this is what Frank really was talking about in that interview with Carrie, is it is really easy to not hit the the wonder the wonderlist app. It is really easy not to tap that button and and go into your list, your to do list. And see what you have to do. It's really easy just to not. And say, you know what? I kind of want to do this today. And then what happens is you do it one day. You do it two days in a row. And then all of a sudden you're backed up. And you're going like a crazy person. And whereas it, where, Or you just forget. Man, you put that on a Google calendar. It's in there. Yeah, well, and it forces, to ignore. It forces me to then go, okay, I didn't do this. Yeah. Whenever I said I was going to do it, it needs to move to a different time during the week as well yep got anything else um no okay i uh have learned or relearned or re-emphasized whatever you want to say um that relationships are most important 
that above everything else. Um, You're important to me, Caleb. Thanks, Todd. That means a lot. It should. Um, but especially of just uh, just dealing with um, with my uncle's death. Sure. That's something that was just reemphasized yep. to me again. And there was um, just time to where honestly we were with my aunt and her family pretty much every single night, and just you know being tired emotionally, you know mentally, physically, all of that stuff, and just realizing that um that even though you're tired it's important to be there right and that you're not going to regret it right i think another thing i've learned is that vulnerability leads to growth that you need to be vulnerable with people i can specifically think of preaches on several conversations this month one of them being with my uh kind of therapist kind of counselor though not really a counselor and no i'm not talking about you um, oh, I'm not your counselor. I don't claim to be. I, I can't deal with that. But that that has helped me a lot. Um, I think invo- I've learned the importance and the necessity. Um, and I, I would say it is a necessity. We just don't always treat it that way of involving other people in what you're doing. How can you get how can you ask for help? Are you willing to ask for help? These are the conversations that do. Do introverts really have to think about this? It freaks me out. We do. Sometimes we just pretend that we don't need anybody, though. Um, I think another thing that I've learned is I've grown even more um, self-aware through the I heard, I said this, you heard that study. We talked with Kathleen Edelman about that, yep. and I really learned a lot about myself and how I communicate and how, how I process information and how I'm more of an extrovert whenever it comes to that. I need to talk through it with somebody in order to fully process it or to fully um, synthesize my thoughts. Thanks for enunciating. And uh, just learning that I'm a caloric. And if you don't know what that is, you can go back and listen to our episode with her. Go download the app. Um, I think another thing that I've learned. I'm a sanguine, just in case you're wondering. This kind of goes back with, actually, no, before I get into that, I got to say, I was incredibly challenged by, um, by Elle in the, in the episode to where we talked with her. And even um, one of the things that she's doing right now is she is focusing exclusively on uh, learning from non-white people during the month. Actually, no, specifically um, African-American people, thinkers, leaders, all of that during the month of um, – during the month of February. And I was incredibly challenged by that because I was thinking of, um, you know, in some areas, whether, you know, I would say in podcast and um, in content or like movies and TV consumption, I feel like I'm pretty good about not just sticking into the lane of, um, of not only listening to white people, but I've realized that I've, that it slipped some in my reading as well in reading from non-white people. And so I was incredibly challenged by that. Um, and then I think the last thing is, and this kind of goes into Dare to Lead. I've honestly, I've taken away so much from that book and have already started implementing. One of them is to treat people as if they're humans. And I know that sounds ridiculous. Um, introverts have weird brains. Don't, this is not an introvert thing. This is a human and this is a human thing. I think we have a tendency to treat people as if they're objects. Especially with Twitter. Not I. I wouldn't even say just Twitter though. Twitter, I would say, in the work black hole. in the workplace, literally, social media is another place. Um, and kind of going along with that is valuing people more than tasks, and being willing to adapt to that. 
Um, here's a couple of things uh, that, have, that I've really had to become better at as well. And there's some quotes from the book. Leaders must either invest a reasonable amount of time attending to fears and feelings or squander an unreasonable amount of time trying to manage ineffective and unproductive behavior. And I've just learned that so much. I think another thing that I've learned a lot this month is the importance of listening to people and how they feel and not to rush past feelings at all. Um, because feelings, feelings are legitimate. And I think there's something about us um, that is not okay with sitting with people whenever it comes to um, non-happy feelings. We want to brush past those as quickly as possible. But I think it's important for us to acknowledge them and just sit with them in people. Um, I think another thing is assuming that the people that you're working with or that you're around are doing the best that you can. And I thought it was incredibly powerful because Brene Brown talks about how, you know, the reason why we don't do that is because if we assume that people are doing the best that we can, then it's no longer on that person. It's on us. Meaning that if the person is doing the best that they can, it's now shifted onto us to how can I lead them differently so that they can, you know, do more, do something differently, give them feedback, anything along those lines. Um, and uh, I would say the last one, and uh, this is from Stuart Hall, and he said this on our end of the year podcast, but I think I've really um, just been challenged by it is to make more moves and less announcements. That back up your, don't even talk, just act. Let your actions speak for you. And so I've been really challenged by that. Todd, just as we're wrapping up, what are you most looking forward to uh, either learning about or experiencing in March? Oh man, uh, March Madness. And I want to see if Zion plays. Dude, I'm so freaking pumped for Captain Marvel. It's not even. Captain Marvel's coming out. It's going to be great. Oh, my gosh. We're going. Are we going Thursday night? Oh, yeah. We're going Thursday we're going night. Thursday it comes out. All right. Oh, yeah. We're doing it. We're going to do some. We haven't done Chick-fil-A in a while. Do some Chick-fil-A. Looking forward to that. We're going to do some Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's going to be something fun. Hey, one of the things I'm really looking forward to. Um, just to learn about is I have a couple books uh, lined up to, um, to, to read through. Um, a New Kind of Leader by Reggie Joyner. Um, it's one that, you know, I've heard tons and tons and tons about it. I've just never taken the time to read it. That's one of the books that uh, I'll, be, I'll be reading through. Um, Parenting Beyond Your Capacity is something that I'm going to reread. That's a Reggie Joyner and Carrie Newhoff um, book that I... I um, I've heard a lot, again, I've heard a lot about it, just, or, I, I, or, sorry, not heard a lot about it. I've, I've read it, but it was a long time ago. I read it just a long time ago, and so mm -hmm. I'm going to reread that. And then um, this Seth Godin book, his latest book, the marketing book, uh, there's a lot of buzz on the Twitter, the Twitter sphere about Seth Godin's book. So I'm going to read that. Yeah, I think a couple things for me. Um, 
Adam Grant, we've been talking about Adam Grant a lot. Ayo. He is doing a podcast called Work Life, and, or he has one, and the new season's about to drop. Looking forward to that. And then yeah. I'm going to start reading Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life Yep. this month. Yep, yep. So that's some of the stuff that we've been learning from. Uh, also, what's kind of going on with us and what we're looking forward to learning in the next month. Uh, on our episode next week, we're going to be talking with Gretchen Rubin, and we're going to be talking with her about how to find inner calm and peace by establishing um, order in your life. So the best way to make sure you don't miss that conversation is by subscribing to our podcast and whatever podcast player you use. Do it. Also hit us up on social media. Let us know what you're learning about and all of that fun stuff as well. Leave a rating and write a review. Very simple, very easy as well. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. My name is Caleb Mason. My name is not Caleb Mason. It's Todd Hicksonball. And until next time, keep learning. And keep growing. Deuces, y'all.